What's up, everybody? It's Amanda and Taylor back with Like and Repost episode, episode nine. nine. We're almost to double digits. Two hands, That's baby. Did you, did you know most? I don't. I have to find this. I don't know if this is the most fake statistic. End in first four years. No, most podcasts <laughs> don't make it past ten episodes. Where did you read that? Um, I heard it. I'm not going to say who I heard it from because then you're going to laugh at me. Don't clock her. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> so I, for a very brief period in my life, I got really into um, Impulsive, which is Logan Paul's podcast. Disgusting. He act- no, listen. Listen to me. Are you he actually me? interviews some really, really cool people. I'm not kidding. Regardless. I know. I hate myself for it. But... He said that when they got to episode 10, they were like, oh, yeah, most podcasts don't make it past episode 10. So we're well on our way to episode 10. Okay, I mean, define the odds. Yes, exactly. That's what we do over here. But most importantly, this... Most importantly, this is our second second guest mix. And we're going to call it. Could not be more excited or happy (laughs) that it is with our friend, Emily Humans, a.k.a. Humans. Y-O-U-M-S. Correct. That's it. Yeah. Follow her on everything. Plug it in, plug it in. Yes, we're doing it. Okay, I want to jingle at that moment, too. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to put on these jingles because that would be funny. Like, every time we were like, you know, follow us or tag us. And we just plug it in, plug it in. Like, you know, any hooser. She's got all these ideas. I know. You know, but, um, but yes, so welcome. And give us just, like, you know, your elevator pitch. Who you are, your genre, oh what you're about. Um, I think that's kind of hard because I feel like I play a lot of different stuff. So I feel like first and foremost, it's bass heavy. Yep. Yeah. With like undertones of trap and experimental and house and sometimes techno. Sometimes so whatever you're in the mood for. Honestly, it's whatever in the, I'm in the mood for. But I mostly that. bass. I have yes. to have like a really cool bass or like. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Tonight, which you guys mm. talked well, about. Yeah. Oh my God. And now I'm obsessed. And Seriously, they're yeah. so good, and it's like minimal, but it like hits heavy. It yes. has like a festival sound, yes. and it's so unique, and I fucking love it. That's I, I don't I think a swear. set is complete no, yeah, without, okay. without one of their transitions. That, well, that's what I was saying, is like, because... I'm sure when you listen, you heard me say, like, oh, they do, it's, people use them for, like, transitions a lot, Mm -hmm. and that's, like, I think that music is so underrated, like, the stuff that's used to, like, get from one place to another, because most of it is made by, like, dope-ass artists, and And you don't realize that that shit is, it's hard to find, and it's, like, the song as a whole, like, when you listen to it in its entirety is so much better than just that little piece, but, like, that little piece is still so fucking good. Yes. Yeah. That it's great like transition stuff because it keeps the energy up without it being like too high energy or like yeah. too in your face. Yeah. Or I and I mean you can speak to this cuz you're actually a DJ. I'm obviously not. But <laughs> I think it also makes it easier for you to like pitch match, right? Or whatever when you're like transitioning between songs cuz you don't want to sit there and have to like continue to same find like the same yeah. beat all the way through. Yeah, exactly. Does that make sense? No, it totally how, does okay, cuz yeah. it's like you know stuff you know, you know, because <laughs> it's like playing. Literally, the beat is like playing with like how people dance. So yeah. if you have like a super high energy song, people can only dance for so long until they get like bored of it. Yep. Or if it's the same like beat every for like a whole hour, yep. it's it. It gets like redundant. Really, yeah, we're not redundant and like there's no contrast. And, like you need to take them on a journey. So totally, you need to have like changing energy levels. Yeah, and stuff like that. Totally. I mean, I've I have nothing against house music because I love it, but that's like a house set basically. It's like it kind of keeps you at the same yeah 
But yeah. I would say a good house artist can definitely oh, play oh, with like oh for sure Fisher Chris Lake like some all the like big even guys. like Anu Luno Anu Luno yeah, has dude. like I've never danced so hard but like literally been dancing the whole True. time because she keeps it interesting and yeah, she's but, like, like, different. Like, She's so fun ideas. to watch, too. I love a DJ who, like, gets into their sets with you. Mm-hmm. Because then you, huge. you can tell that they genuinely enjoy what they're doing also. And I've noticed, like, when I first started and I didn't do anything behind the decks, it was, like, I would literally get the same mirrored reaction. So if I'm, like, super into it and, like, dancing around, even if no one else is, it, like, for the one person that's feeling it, it makes them feel like they can get more yeah. into it. So yeah. And then once one person is dancing, everyone else totally. is. Yeah, totally. It's a chain effect. reaction yeah. for sure. So I I want to throw back Thursday yet. I want to take a few steps back <laughs> to catapult our conversation forward. So it's it's unique to me because I met you how many years ago? Five. A long time ago. Like five years ago. Like we last. Yeah. Like we last <laughs> at ASU. And like when I first met you, you were like, just a, a, a baby, you know, yes. like a moth, foreshadowing, coming <laughs> into, that's a fucking caterpillar. <laughs> no, a moth to the flame? No, a moth to like the flame. You, oh, you're also, a caterpillar and then morphosize into a butterfly. I think both would fit. Any hooser. <laughs> so now you're just like a completely evolved person, which is so cool. But I think everyone has that like experience everyone starts somewhere and then you know they are in that now especially in the music scene so i would like to be reminded and also everyone would love to know i think just like what are those like very first pivotal impactful moments of dance music for because now you're like a you are like a full-fledged producer i have no doubt that this will be your fully subsidized career yeah in the future hopefully 100 percent. no dude 100 percent. like um i'm sorry what's his name tyan Tynan. 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 Tynan did not not say you had the best opening set he'd That's ever true. heard in his life. I was very surprised about that. And abstract. Eptic. No, it's Eptic. <laughs> but they both tweeted the same fucking thing. And how often do the openers actually, or the headliners come for the openers? Like, that's... Very, very right. Like, when yeah. I walked in, I walked in, like, 30 minutes before I went on, and I, like, walked to the back, and I saw them sitting, like, on the stage, and I was like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> like, these people... Did you kind of shit your pants for Literally, a <laughs> I, like, didn't, I didn't want to go up and talk to them, because I was too scared, because I was, like, just about to go on, so if I made any, like, type of interaction, they'd, like, I don't know, I didn't want to jinx They would it. put the dots together that you yeah. were hurt, yeah. But it was crazy, like... Because I think I played for an hour and a half, and then I came off, Jesus and I was, like, Christ. looking through my phone. And I saw... First, I saw Tynan, and I was like, holy shit, Tynan said that. And then I scrolled down more, and I saw Eptic, and I was like, holy shit. Like, these yeah. people actually, like... I was so nervous the entire time. Yeah. And, like, I'm... Of course, everyone says this, but, like, I messed up so many times, and they still... Would no never know. No one knows about me or, like, other yeah. DJs. I'm sure but, every single DJ messes up at least once in every set they play. Like, yeah. it's never yeah. perfect. Yeah. But it was just crazy. It was surreal, honestly. Did and you it, get to talk to them afterwards? No, I didn't, because I didn't stay the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think I left, like, right before Epti came on. Gotcha. But... I was also too nervous. I'm but always still, so nervous. Those to are talk honestly to huge accolades. Like they're just milestones. Yeah. I'm sorry. If the headliner thinks that the opener is the best opener he'd ever seen in his how many years of head openers. That's I'm pretty sure that's how like I got on the decadence lineup because that's, that's cool. like a huge Oh so you you hadn't you didn't you didn't have decadence at no, that show. No. Okay. You I'm sure you would have. I'm sure. But like two weeks after that, 
I got a message asking for decadence. I was like, oh my god, wow, it's all it's it, happening, it's just like progressing. Yep, and progressing faster than I am like I well, thought I, it was. I feel so like that's crazy. all it takes is like. I feel like you kind of grind for how, like, you've been doing this, I've known you, what, like, so two, two years now, and you were even doing it before then. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I practiced DJing for, like, literally a year and a half before I even got, I played out anything, yep. or even recorded anything of my own. I just kind of, it was literally trial and error. And I still remember, I think it was, like, one of the first times I met you. I don't know if you remember this. I don't know. Happy Camper? No, it wasn't. It was like a week or two before the Happy... Because I went to Happy Camper with you and Mitchell at... at um, we went bef- to the like, house. Yeah, at the house before it was in the warehouse. Yeah. And there was one night... I don't know if Mitchell and I were hanging out and then we came to hang out with you or I don't know what exactly how it happened, but we came to your old house and the three of us sat in your room. And I mixed. And you mixed. <laughs> and Mitchell and that I just sat... So we sat on the bed <laughs> And I literally was just sitting there, like, in awe. I was like, this is so fucking cool. I would do that all the time. And me and Mitchell used to go, like, back to back. Yeah, because he got up afterwards and did it. And it was so much fun. And honestly, that's, like, when I really kind of developed, like, I really experimented in, like, when we're, like, drinking and just messing around, like, oh, what does this do? What does this do? And it's, I learned so much just going in my room, like, with Tibbs and going back and forth. it's crazy, literally, to think, like, when I first, I, like, learned about DJing from Dark Mark, uh, oh my Marcus God. Francis. <gasps> I'm having, like, literal Fiji <laughs> yeah. flex through, I cannot I literally believe you just learned, said that. I think I learned, um, at a Fiji party, he, like, we, we had talked about it before, and then he was DJing, and I was like, oh, I'm just behind him watching what he's doing and then he's like I'm showing me what he's doing and then he was like well you got it okay I'm gonna go over here and talk to people and then he just left me up there and I was like oh, that's oh my god I'm having but it was like the biggest adrenaline rush flashbacks. and then I was hooked from there Easy. and I say I went home at that summer I think it was like between sophomore and junior year and I saved up and bought my first controller yep. and the rest is history that's crazy so even before then, though, because you had to, like, have an interaction with the live, you know, scene to want to know that you wanted to produce on your own. So what are those moments of impact? Um, I think, well, to start, it was wanting to curate, like, my own sets because, like, going to festivals and stuff, you see sets and, like, granted, a lot of – it's, like, very rare where you like it from start to finish. Oh, like, yeah. There's always things that you you would think of, like – should you do it differently? Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just how I think. But, like, yeah. no, I, structuring yeah. it. So, like, I just wanted to play all my favorite songs like, yeah. when I wanted to. And then I learned that. And then from there, it was, like, it would be cool to learn how to make my own sounds and, yep. like, be able to do that in there. So, I mean, it's kind of been a journey. I've been pro- dabbling in producing since I kind of started in DJing. But it was more, like, in GarageBand, super, like... Yep. Stupid. You know, like, I edit this shit in GarageBand. I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and it's like fine. Or don't get to, it. And what you do is way harder than what no, I do. No, but, but. It, it's like that's how you start because yeah. you just need to like again trial and error, like watching YouTube videos and just messing up and making a lot of shit things and thinking it sounds cool and then like right. I even look on this the stuff that I made like six months ago and I'm like I know so much more now. It's crazy. Totally. But actually getting to the step of like wanting to release stuff is 
a whole process and yeah. like it's been two years and I still am such a novice it's crazy <laughs> there's so much to learn yeah yeah well not even I mean obviously like there's a lot to learn on the production side of things but then once you get to like actually releasing things and like dealing with that like I, I mean I've just read tweets from like Jaws or like my some of my favorite artists who have trouble releasing songs because yeah. of like x y or z like there's a sample in it that they didn't get approval for or like there's a vocal in it they didn't whatever like yeah there's so many technicalities that you don't think of it's right. just you go on spotify and you click a song and it's like it probably How took yeah like 10 hours to just produce that three minutes like yep. minimum maybe more more and then yeah. easily and more, then at yeah. least a couple months for it to even get to like be yeah. on Spotify. Like it it's is crazy. Some labels are backed up for like years. Yeah. Like you could submit to something and you could get it put out in a three months, one month, or like literally in a year and a half. It's totally. Like, that's why I Arnold mean, Grimes has done so many songs. That's what it's <laughs> That's what I was just gonna say. That's why no, it took so fucking long for Nova to come out. Yeah. Like, I mean, granted, I, I think a little because he did post that like a little bit of it was him. Like there were things that he wanted to change, but. I mean, there were some songs on there that he had started dropping in sets two years before. Yeah, like the one um, with Shrine. Miguel, Stay For yeah, It. Yeah, Stay For he, It. Without, he, he dropped it in he hard 2015 it, yeah, without, without the, the lyrics. And it's just crazy, but that just shows you, like, how people put so much effort, and it's like a whole, it's like a piece of art. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you have to brainstorm and, like, take experiences and create it and then if you also want to rely on other people it's like you have to find the specific like are all waiting for so long to find the specific vocal that will sound like amazing, amazing. on this track yep it's yep. crazy and you gotta work with those people's schedules and it's like there's uh, yeah there's a lot. I'm not there yet so I'm sure a lot of people are super busy not yet <laughs> but you have to imagine there's someone who just got out of their first decadence a month ago, and they're like, okay, I have to, I have to be a producer. I oh, have to do it. And yeah. they wish they were where you are. So like, yes. remember that. Yeah, uh, like I, especially the the three RB shows, like that even happened so fast. Yep. Because I've been, you guys know, like I've been wanting to get on RB for so long, yep. and it's it's definitely like you have to uh network and like yeah. know people just as much well, you as gotta you gotta be good. out in the scene and it's it's too. yeah it's literally like your park. whole entire brand <laughs> yeah. it's like your mm-hmm. your presence online your presence at shows how like when you actually dj yeah. your whole brand your your logo your sound your everything look, has to it. yeah it all has to be together yeah and i really like your stuff too because I guess for people who are unaware with, like, you and, like, your music and your brand, if you had to use, like, three adjectives to describe your brand, what, like, what would it be? Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> um, or just a vibe you want to evoke or just... Yeah, I don't know if I can cut down three words. I think it's more, I just like, I like people to be moved in some way by what I'm playing yep because all the songs that I play I put in a mix because it makes me feel some type of way yeah literally. yeah like and it could be anything from like an Arl Grime track like super cinematic like heavy bass heavy theatrics to like a Stucky sound song or toy where it's like dirty as hell but that bass line and like the groove of it is so sick and then even like rusty like old yeah. school like just literally like confetti and like such a feel like corner yeah. like that feel good that, like yeah. that heart anything yeah. that makes you feel like that would be in my set and even stuff like that's like 
okay, that's like really good. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. shit. I like I play a lot of hip hop too. So yeah. I think yes. That takes people by surprise. So that's what I. I don't know if I don't know if you've listened to it, but we did like a we did like our Spotify and SoundCloud raps a couple podcasts ago. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it was maybe like five or six, like four or five, somewhere around there. And um, your Phoenix Lights Encounters like was on hers. Was my like number three. Oh shit! Yeah, my number one was R.L. Grimes' Hearts Are Twenty Fifteen set, which actually was side note second. is gone now. What? Mitchell texted me the other day. Mitchell is Tibbs. For those of you listening that don't know, we might interchange yeah. his name. Um, he's the same person. But um, Shout out Tibbs. Yeah. yeah, he's the best. We got to do a photo of him to introduce him. Yeah, 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 yeah. We will. Um, yeah, he texted me like last week and he goes, dude, the hard summer 2015 set's gone. I'm like, what? But and then he like kept looking. I guess like three or four of his other sets also got pulled. I'm like, damn, SoundCloud must be pulling like... Um, copyright shit right now. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. That set's been on there for five fucking five years. years. I don't know why they would take it off now. My heart and yeah, soul. Yeah, that's crazy. That that's crazy. Um, that's like my workout mix. That's yeah. Like my I know, same. Running, like, pump me up. But that, for me, I I would interchange that and your your Phoenix Lights Encounters submission because that so shit is so good. So what's the Phoenix Lights Encounters submission? Good. Oh, so for those listening that don't know, Relentless puts on Phoenix Lights every year, which is like in April, and they always do like kind of like how would you serve like a newcomers thing where like people can submit? It's, a, yeah, any any local person and it like people all over Arizona. I'm pretty sure some from California even submitted, mm-hmm. but like you can submit as long as you haven't been on uh, like a festival lineup. With so them you before. can't submit now, huh? I actually don't know what the parameters are. Maybe well, because you. Well, well, I mean it's all the same. The um. Because you were on the, the silent disco stage, right? Yeah. yeah. And it was, like, all locals? Was it all local talent? On yeah, stage? so maybe I th- because the the competitions plan the first slot on main stage, maybe it could be different because I'm, I don't know. I guess I'd have to look into it. But it's still, like, one of the coolest things that Relentless does, and they do it yeah. for two festivals out of the year, yep. which is, like, and I've submitted to them. They're, they're, like, really great, and it's a good chance to, like, see what other people are doing. Totally. And, well, and I like... I like that they do the submission and then they do the the show, mm-hmm. which counts towards your like making it. Like you have to have like supporters and stuff, which I oh, think is 100%. cool because like I feel like that definitely show. Like if if your friends support you and love what you're doing, like that says so much. That's part of it. Like to if you're on the actual competition show, there's ten slots. You have to bring at least ten people to your show, and mm-hmm. they they one of their scoring points is like could you bring crowd? People, right? Could you yeah. bring people, and can you like pump up a like bring a crowd that's like excited yeah. and like yeah has a good crowd presence? That's one of the points that they did. They ever do like a first, second, and third, or it was like pass fail winner? Takes no, all? I think it's uh first, second, and third. So the first person uh gets the slot yep. but usually the second and third get like other club shows oh cool so they still and actually like i know a few people that didn't get first second or third that have gotten club shows just because they like submitted mixes yep. yeah they like got to be in the competition but they didn't win but they still got on like other shows for wellness which is it puts you on awesome radar. this is random are you working with dylan or lalo dylan cool yeah, yeah. he's my boss um that's wild <laughs> that's so cool so, is Decadent, would you say Decadence is your biggest show you've done yes. thus far? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. What? How was it? Yeah. I wasn't there. I honestly, I was gonna, when I found out you were playing, I was gonna buy a ticket, 
But um, oh I don't know gosh, if no, was so I, I was unemployed for, for the last two months, so I couldn't afford to do that. But no. I really wanted to. It was a lot of fun. It was just a really cool experience. And usually I get super nervous before shows. Yeah. Like, I can't eat the entire day. Like, I feel like I'm going to throw up before. so cute. For every show. Even, yeah. like, shows at Shady, I get so nervous for it. And it's like, I can't even control it. It's just, like, yeah. my subconscious. But... For some reason, I was, like, cool, calm, and collected the whole time, and I think it was just because, like, it felt, like, cool to be at a festival, and, like, knowing I was playing at this festival, it was, like, I was seeing whipped cream that day, and, like, yeah. oh, my God, I literally was, like, I I'm literally her. playing right behind you, like, this is so cool, this yeah. is gonna be, like, it was just very... Did you get to meet her? No. Oh. Uh, local artists can't mix can't with this. Yeah, bigger artist, but even I can't mix with a bigger artist. <laughs> yeah. But I did get to interview her a couple of festivals ago, and she is like as cool as you would think. She's such a she's so cool. She's like a badass bitch. She is. Yeah, I dude. love her. She's really cool. I watched her Lollapalooza set. Yeah, like, live stream. And you want to know? You want to know um, a producer who dances like she's in the crowd? Oh, That's her. It's oh, whipped cream. It's Honestly, hysterical. Watching her has made me like become so much more into my own sets. Like That's awesome. It is really cool because just seeing like she doesn't give a fuck. Like she's literally in it in the moment. She like punches the air. She will and, like, take her shirt off. Like she yeah, does not care. She's so cool. She and takes I've her shoes off. Like yeah. That. I've a seen lot of producers do before. that. Yeah, she, I, she's a doll. Like she was so fun. She's really cool. And it just like like that. Even just watching her, like the uh, decadence was the first time I've I've actually seen her. But yep. watching her sets and stuff, she's so cool. And it's made me. It's inspired me to like go much harder in my sets. And I think it's honestly made a difference. Totally. Like, at the Tynan and Eptic show, like I was getting into my music and like. There was a not that many people there, but like the people that were there were also getting into it. And yeah, like when I played Shady before, I was just like so nervous, like I would barely move. I was like a stiff, <laughs> just stiff little robot. And you can definitely tell, like if I'm not into it, you guys aren't going to be Dude, into it. It's right. like changes so much in the whole experience. I, I can't tell you how many times. Like I mean, I think we both can speak to this because I've seen. And I'm just going to name drop because I'm never going to meet these people or, or see them in my life. Like, I've seen Calvin Harris live I don't know how many times. The man does not do anything when he's on. Like, he's very – like, you can tell he does like what he does. And he's a great – I don't want to put him down at all because he is a great artist. Like, he makes amazing music. There's a reason that he's at the top of all of the charts all the time when he's making music. And he is where he is. But, like, that time we saw Wheaton at – Hard summer. summer, there was literally maybe a hundred people in the tent. Yeah. Like it was, there was no one there, and he was so into it, which made the whole crowd get into yeah. it. And that was probably the most fun I've ever had at a set. And that that makes it that makes a huge difference. Like it doesn't matter how many people are in the crowd, as if you are having fun, then the crowd's gonna have fun, yeah. and that's like. Yeah. Because if, like, if you're not liking what you're putting out, it's like... No one else is. No. Why would they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you gotta, you gotta convince people. Yeah. Totally. It's all the show. And you don't have a few of those. Like, we saw Wheaton when there was the no calling. one. We saw a call when there was no one. And then they'll stick with you. So whoever yeah. saw you at the Silent Disco probably was like, this bitch is so cool. I have to see where she is next. Yeah, and a couple of people. It's, it's crazy. Like, after shows, they'll be like four or five people that like try to seek my social media out and they'll message me and they'll be like I saw you here you were really cool like 
stoked to see you with you next, all this stuff, I'm like, holy oh shit. Like, God. even though you I have fans. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. That's it's awesome. just like, it's, it's just, I literally am so like perplexed every day just because I'm like, <laughs> Mystified. people like me. <laughs> I like started in my room just because I like doing it. And now people are like, but that's also how they all it. start. Like, yeah, literally, they all. You never think that like the things that you do are going to like, you know, stick. Affect, yeah, stick. Yep. Stick. Because it's. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I literally had a vision board, uh, like, when I graduated college, like, of all the things that I wanted to do with music, because it was still kind of, like, like, I have a full-time job. I'm a teacher, yep. so, like, obviously I'm not fully 100% in music yet, but, because I, you know, it's scary. I have to have yeah. a Yeah, got to pay the bills. But on my vision board, it was literally said, I will play a Relentless Speed show, and then, like... Three! Literally a year later, I... A year and a half-ish later, I got a Relentless Speed show, and it was literally all because I cold emailed Dylan. Literally. I love that, though. I love that. That's well, now awesome. that you've done it, you're on their radar for, like, other stuff. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's exactly how, like, Blossom came up, and, like... You have to be, like, super just... Relentless? There. Relentless, yeah. You have to be. Well, and I, I think... I mean, I, I think Relentless especially. I, I Obviously, I don't know any other, like... EDM production company, whatever, but you do. They, I think they. Well, I mean, like personally, like oh, yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. I have ties to Relentless. Yeah. I, I think that they super super value when when people support the company, and so the fact that you are like always at shows and you're friends with people that work there and all that stuff like that helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because they see networking. that you support them and they're and, like, yeah, shit, we want to support this too. It's not even like networking in the sense like you want to get ahead. It's literally like you just make friends with people and. Yeah. If you're, if you have good intentions, like, it will, you know, the universe will, like, repay you with that. Like, if yeah. you are supporting people, if you are always boosting people up and, like, yep. being friends with people and not, not maliciously or not yep. to, like, have a, like, a ulterior motive. Yeah. Ulterior motive. You got that. Motive. Yeah. Um, I think it definitely shows. And I've met so many cool people through music that are like I'm really close with and I haven't known that long yeah. but it's like it's been like now relentless people and I think that's starting to like help me it oh just, God, just it's go all to Shady every Monday Saturday, or Friday Sunday. Saturday Sunday post up there yeah that's how that's, you need to that's your networking sure. yeah. <laughs> that's how you network here in Phoenix yeah be a shady no be a, literally <laughs> um so okay so obviously like you have a, a like wins in the book I mean you know what, what are your sights set on next? Like, what would be, like, yeah. your next peak to climb, if you will? I think my next peak is getting a song on a label. <gasps> I mean, I've, I've, I feel like... Sable Valley? I mean, I'm... Don't I'm, get I'm me excited. I don't... I, I have a long ways to go, I think, before I get on anything there. But, I mean, Dude, it's always he, possible. he super values, like... Yeah, you put on someone that had, like, 200 Twitter followers. And I was like, holy shit. shit. You, it could literally be anyone. Yes. But I, I definitely need to work on, like, I just want whatever I actually put out to labels to be, like, top tier. Just because yeah. I, I have a really high standard for myself. And I have a, I have, I'm sitting on, like, five songs that I could put out. But I just need to, like, really make sure that it's what I want to put out into the world. Yeah. Like if, well, because that song is going to be your sound. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you gotta really for make sure for at least sure. the first year, right? And that's yeah. the other yeah. thing. Like I put myself to a really high standard, so I think honestly I could put out stuff right now, and it's it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily be really bad, but I don't think I would be a hundred percent proud of it. Yep. But at the same time, I want to put out stuff. And but you're also it's like 
I don't think you're ever going to be like no. right because you're Cause always I never am and especially like because I started with fine art nothing I have ever done like I, I have things that I've finished in college that are like hanging up on my wall and I stare at them I'm like I could just like take my brush and fix that right now it's like yeah I'll never be happy with anything but I think that's how you get better, better. yeah yes. yourself that's it's constant you have to constantly grow or else and similar no to the whole away. like you messed up 10 times during your life set like no one's gonna know no what they're missing you. like no, no one's gonna know what that extra stroke could look like yeah so only you do but you know and that is important but if you ever need ears to get you know, catch a vibe i almost brought my laptop to show you guys but then i forgot oh <laughs> it's okay we'll, co- we'll come to you next because i would Actually, love i can play stuff uh on my soundcloud it might be some stuff not. We'll make a yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. We always make like a post. Because they might still copyright us. Literally. Um, but that's awesome. No, I would I would love to be looped in and stuff. Yeah, so goals, I would say probably releasing at least the three songs that I have for sure. And then building. I literally, I would rather not take a show in the next couple months and just focus 100% in my studio, like working on music. Just gotcha. Because so, that's the next step. Like you can only go so far with DJing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And it, even if it, I if I keep getting shows, that's fine, but, like, I'm going to feel stagnant if I don't do anything with producing because it's, like, you could be a really good DJ and you could be a really good DJ but have, like, songs out and that you're producing and that's... You could be, like, the same level yeah. DJing, but that person gets picked over you just because you don't... It's, it's it's again, it's all a brand. Yeah, well, and I feel like the goal eventually is to have your live set be all of your music. Yes. Like, that's, like, mm-hmm. the stand or not standard, but, like, that's, like, what that's people strive to do. <laughs> that's yeah. That, yeah, that's the tip So top. when you can yeah. start adding in your own stuff, it's, like, okay, this – and then you, I, I also think you maybe get a little more, like – prideful about it like you're, you're more excited it becomes to more unique it. to that person yeah because yeah, it's literally your own sound exactly exactly i yeah i completely agree what is so when you get a show how do you like build your lives like how do you build your set like how does that work for you like what's so, your process it depends usually for like a uh like a like a shady show or something mm-hmm. like that or something that's not like a huge not, I'm like, I feel like I put more pressure like on the past three relent- relentless shows that I've yeah. done. So I've, I've, I plan those out. I've specifically taken like all the songs that I really like and I go fishing for songs. That's yep. like, I will literally go. So it's to like a research death. and development. Yeah, kind of thing literally yeah. research like, and development, yeah. picking like all the tracks that I really like right now. And I curate it like for the DMVU show that I played, it was more like experimental stuff and I could play kind of weirder bass because yeah. like, that's the crowd that I'm going for. But yep. for the Eptic show, I knew it was more like dubstep, like a little bit more, um, not mainstream, but not as like into the weird the, depths of yes, bass. So I did totally. more trap and hip hop and like heavy hitter stuff. So I think it just depends on, I curated it to like what show I'm playing. And then at, I played the librarian show at Shady and yeah. that was, I played like half house. Yeah. So, but it was like, it was not like your normal, like treehouse Sunday house. It was more like the UK bass and like yeah. a little bit of drum and bass, just like weirder stuff. So, so I think it just depends on the show, but I, I, I like to plan just cause I like to have An like idea. a, a, like a performance. It's really yeah. like, I take it on a journey just cause that's what I want to put out. So I want every show to be, and every show is different. Like I've never played the same set twice. That's so that's sick. That's cool. 
but I, I do spend a lot of time and I think people sometimes can look down on people that like plan their sets necessarily but I feel like I plan it but I also deviate in the well, moment yes. yeah and I, you you don't record it like you're not like no like I'm not I'm literally playing it live yeah. I just practice it you're like not, you would you're practice not a routine push and playing yeah, that yeah. shit yeah. like you're you just have an idea in your it's like a road map like you yeah. just kind of like yeah. A gradual progression of the things. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that um, look down on EDM or, like, just say that it's, like, pushing buttons really, like, need to understand there's, like, Y'all so Y'all need much. some education. Like, listening to you now, I mean, obviously, like, I have a respect for the craft. Like, I think it's, like, I think it's amazing what you guys do, but there's so many people out there who don't. And I think it's, like, important for them to, like, hear that and, like, realize that, like, there is so much more that goes into it than just like, I don't know, pushing player. And a lot like, of it you're not is just like, like turning knobs selection. and shit. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you have to, you have to take into account so many things. Like, like you said, who you're opening for, the crowd that's going to be there, and even in the moment, like re- being able to read the crowd and like see where they're at. Like that's yeah. so important because like crowd interaction is like. And it changes. Like yeah. one show, I'll play a song that people are really into, and the next show, it's like they're not into Crickets. this as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's like okay, well, I gotta change it up. I can't play this type of like bass or this type of like. And you have to be knowledgeable enough to understand that and to know what to switch it to. Like mm-hmm. there's, I feel like there's just like. There's so much more. There is so much more. I mean, like, well, how does your family feel about this passion project? They still don't really understand. Really? What the thing is. I no. had, yeah, I had a feeling because I feel like if I did that, my mom was gonna be like. Every Fuck. time I go home, there they someone in my family is like, so, how does it really work? Like, do you play the songs? Are they your own songs? Like, <laughs> I'm like. Well, it's not like they always think it's like a radio DJ or yeah. like oh yeah no something like that, and I'm like no, like I play to a crowd. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like seeing a like band, but like I'm just I'm just like, me. <laughs> I'm just me. There's one no woman else. show. <laughs> so I think I think they still don't really understand. They think it's really cool. Like my parents support me, yeah. which is really awesome totally. because that ha- hasn't happened to a lot of people that I know. Yeah. They think going into music is like. A death wish. Yeah. Yeah. But I think also, like, because I have, like, a, a full-time career right now, too, I think that kind of helps. Yeah. That'll ease them into it easier down yeah. the road. But 100%. they think it's really cool. Like, sometimes I'll get a show. Like, the decadence, my mom, like, s- screenshotted my post, circled oh. my name, and then, like, posted it on Facebook. And she's like, Stop. Emily's playing, got invited to play this New Year's event. And my she's, like, heart. so excited. That's, and she really doesn't understand what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so no, funny. No, that is, my mom's like a... That's our mom's with this. Yeah, my mom's like a high school guidance counselor. So kids will be like, oh, oh Miss so Milovich, sweet. you know, like I, I got a, a festival to go to. And she'll be like, Rilana Speeds? My daughter writes this article. <laughs> like, she'll be like, my daughter does this. And she has no idea, like, what I'm, you know, like, what I'm talking about, these articles. But it's so, <laughs> that's, it, that's awesome. so cute. My mom literally texted me, like, three or four episodes and she was like I, I posted on my story you might have seen it but she was like I literally don't know what you guys are ever talking yes. about but I'm so proud of you we and she my mom listens to every single episode that's she boring. literally doesn't get EDM she doesn't understand it but like it, that ma- it, it's cool like and it I think it also makes you want to keep going because you like, need yeah. blind support in this world just, just yeah. support because it just just love just, and support yeah nice just support hug. me love it just that's support me amazing 
I'm curious. I always like, I mean, this whole podcast is about music discovery, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So, like, who might be some very influential artists that Ooh, have yeah. helped you bring you to where you are? And then who are just some that, like, you like right now in the moment? I love this question because I have so many answers. Yes. Yes, please. Just give it all. Word vomit. I started because of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, we knew that. <laughs> I, was <laughs> waiting, I was waiting for and her to bring it to me. So, because she's, like so big now I feel like it sounds like very cliche no. but I literally listened to her when she first she it was like she just released her run album she had just come to the US she played Coachella 2015 yep. that was like her first US set yep. and that was just when I was getting into her and she is just like a freaking powerhouse and she's like so talented she yeah. is trained in like uh, classical music, like she's a cellist, a classical cellist, mm-hmm. and she's very, very talented in like composing. Yep. And she's a producer, and everything she does is amazing, and I love her so much. And but, she told you happy birthday. And she told her told me happy birthday. Yeah. That was that was That's great. So great cute. birthday present for sure. Yeah. Um, but I really liked her music, and I started watching her on YouTube and stuff, just like her random sets. Actually, yeah. her. She did a Wonderland warehouse tour in Australia, oh, and wow. I would watch her like recap video of it, and I would like oh. get chills. I'm like, that's gonna be me, me one day. day. <laughs> and what I studied really was her mix mag set at, oh. in LA. Yes. Oh yeah, dude, because she, sets are underrated. Yeah, and she has a GoPro on her hand, so I literally watch what she's doing on the knobs. Oh, that's literally, so cool. I've seen that video so many times. I literally can tell you every transition that she does I know exactly what she's doing it's it's crazy but I studied that at one time I had no idea what those knobs were totally yeah. now I know everything that she's doing totally it's crazy so I would say she's the person that really got me into it mm-hmm. um after that I feel like I just gravitated more towards women artists just because it's like someone to look up to totally. like I really liked Rez I really liked now it's like whipped cream mm-hmm. she she's is dope. she's badass freaking dope the librarian, she, I played my first set at Shady, I opened for, for her, her. Mm-hmm. and she, it was like, my first like set that I was opening up for like an actual legitimate artist, and she, I had this like big idea of like what that would be, and this artist is like not going to talk to me, they're like famous, and yeah, like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're like so much better than me, I'm, this is literally like my first time playing on CDJs ever, so <laughs> I'm like terrified. Yeah. And she talked to me afterward, and she was like, you had a really good set. And Cornelius, Ryan Cornelius, who does all the booking at Shady, yep. um, uh, like, told her, and we, we were all talking together, but he introduced me, and he told her that it was my first time on CDJs, and she was like, you did great. Like, you couldn't even tell, and you oh did a really good set. And I was like, God. oh, my oh, God. Like, that's, that's amazing. So cool. um, So she, and... I got booked on her when she came back the year after. I got booked on her. That's so he cool. He actually books, because I'm actually friends with her now. And yeah. She, he, Brian, books me on all the shows that she comes back to Shady. So. Oh, that's sick. See? It's really cool. Networking at Shady. It is. That's how you do and, it. And um, who else? I would say the first, like, really bassy artists I got into were definitely, like, R.L. Grime, mm-hmm. Sticky Sound, that was the that was the tip rubbing off on you. Yeah, yeah for sure. right. Don't you think? I, I just also love Trap. Yeah. He gave me a whole bunch of like because he gave he we would all come together with songs and we would go B two B. So like I would bring like a lot more dubstep and like 
like heavier yeah. stuff, and he would bring like the trap, hip hop. Like, He's really into grind. UK trap too. Like, yeah, all the best, yeah. the best stuff. It's so good, beautiful. <laughs> um, I'm kind of drawing a blank now that I'm put on the spot. His taste is so interesting. Like I, on. I've never met somebody who's so singular like he is. But like he actually does know like a lot of really cool shit. Even though he's not like super in the scene anymore. Tibbs? Yeah. Dude, I, that's the thing though. That's that's what I love. I feel like you and I are the same way. Like you're not gonna catch me at every single club show anymore. I can't. No, my body can't, can't handle it. But like I put my headphones in at work. I crank and I just seek to find. New music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Um, TikTok has been big that, oh my God. <laughs> that for my life right now. <laughs> yeah. I Dude, I'm sorry. I'm There's an untapped resource of music, and it's called TikTok. I will I will finally admit that during the film or during the recording of that episode, I hated TikTok and I would never download it, but now it's on my phone and I get on it like once a day. <gasps> you downloaded it. I, I did. I will still refuse. I even learned to dance. I was oh, really God. bored at my home. My students do it. My yeah. students do it in my classroom. And I'm like, yeah. first of all, don't videotape me. But, like, why are you doing this? They'll literally, like, be talking to me and being like. <laughs> this one. I, I won't do this one. That checking, one. Checking for the brain in your head. Yeah, we're doing TikTok dances. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you can't see us. Um, let's see. I'm scrolling through my, like, first downloaded songs. Let's see. I'm into a lot of. Obviously, Tonight, that's, like, a really good one. Yes. Even, like, Hudson Mohawk and Lunas by themselves have, like, a huge impact on me. And honestly, it a lot of it comes from, like, getting my music from Alice Wonderland sets like yeah. when I first started. She does play She honestly, yeah. like, her sound is has rubbed off on me, and I think I pick, like, different genres of, like, the people I like the most. Yep. So her – she has a – a lot of underground, like she, she'll put on her radio show. Like, uh, even my friend that lives in out out in North Carolina, she's like an up and coming producer. Her name is Tsunami, and she is an amazing producer. She's so cool, and her, one of her songs got on the Alice Wonderland show. No way. Shut up. She's like, she literally started producing like a year ago, but she's amazing. She's like, is like super rapidly. She actually just. Put out a remix with Jules. Um, oh, wow. Sable Valley. So I guarantee she's going to be on a Sable Valley uh, label in here pretty yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Dude. But Jules. It's it's crazy. She'll put on so many like smaller artists. So I'll go through like what she plays and I'll look through those artists and then I'll find more artists through that. Yeah. Just yeah. on like, like proximity and yep. yeah, comments and stuff. That's awesome. I, uh, I loved, I think I told you about it. I don't know. I think it was last year. A colleague was going on his his tour, and Jaren. Oh yeah, this is funny. Yeah, Jaren. Uh, they booked him to play a couple shows, and he messaged a colleague on Twitter, and he was like, "Hey, dude, like, sorry, I, I like I don't have another way to contact you, but like I have a question. Whenever you have a second, I was like, I know this. Yeah, it's so funny because he crazy. was like, he's like, yeah, they, they booked really me for the whole show fair. or the whole tour, like." I think there's a mistake, and a call is like, no, dude, I told him to do that. It's like, that's so sick, though, because I'm pretty sure at that time, Jaren, I think he said he only had, like, maybe, like, eight or nine hundred Twitter followers or something. All it takes is, like, social media. Yeah. It can do so much for you. It really can. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's such a useful tool. And if you have heart and, like, I mean, I feel like that's how everyone gets discovered, right? Like, Oral Grime made core. I mean, he had stuff before that, but, like, it takes one song for somebody to hear it and be like 
damn, like, yeah. this is it. And then you're just, like, from there, I feel like it's, like, a whirlwind of, like, I mean, I it, I feel like that's how it happened for, like, so many of the artists that we listen to now. Totally. Even, like, Jaws. Yeah. He yeah. went to Hard Summer, and, like, who was the it year that before, played his track? Um, it was, it was... Well, R.L. Grime played Rock the Party. No. Or we're not it was, um... It was, you're right. So you I know what I'm I know about. That's what, I know that's what you're talking about because in his Hearts of Our 15 set, he said one year ago I was in GA oh. and my good friend Chami played this song. It was Afterlife, and um, he was like, I, I, I was destined to come back here. And then that's the set. That's the first time I ever saw Jaws. I saw him say that like live, yeah. and that's how I became obsessed. Like I've seen him now at least 20 times, but um, it wasn't his. Feel the volume was his song. Mm-hmm. That's how it got big. Um, but yeah, it literally takes one track and I do love the, the branding aspect because like I'm in marketing, she's in marketing. Like I'm so consumed by like people just want to read something online or say something online that resonates with them and like the shark squad and then the minute there was a shark squad was the minute he had people like just hop on his dick for like a better world, which I just, I mean, I think from if you can be a savvy marketer in your brand, like that's half the battle. Especially it is. these days, dude. And like you have to be like all those different titles. Like as a producer, you and a DJ, you have to be a marketer. You have to like learn your own. Yep. Graphic design. You have to be a business person. You have to be a business person. Did you design your own logos? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I definitely want to get into graphic design, but like it took me a while to like pick and choose who I want on my team and I think it's a very specific like I have a very high expectation I do makes me so happy I have a very specific like vision of what I want and quality of what I want and I think it helps that I was a visual artist first so I know I know I have the I have the design background so like I know what is right and what's not right and I know it works but I also know my limits so I know that I can't right now at least put out like my logo sage pizza made it she's an amazing oh cool graphic oh, yeah. designer yeah she does like a bunch of local stuff i actually yeah. met her at my first show over at overthrow oh cool so i linked up then i was like i want to make a logo this is like my brand she came up with the head one and the you that's the one that's yep. on my bottom one. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and uh so that's my logo i have been doing i'm gonna do all my cover art and a, a some stuff through Christian Loria. Yep. Amazing graphic <sighs> yes, designer. Yes, amazing. So, so, so good. And he's like, he doesn't realize how good he is. No, he doesn't. It's untapped potential, and everyone should book Christian Loria for all their graphic design stuff. <laughs> um, I literally saw it, ran into him in Old Town, and I was like, if you ever want to, like, go off and do our own thing together, like, you do the graphic design, I'll do the strategy. Like, I, yeah, I would love that. He should do that. ours. He should, 100%. I literally made our, I literally made our logo on Canva. Like we're gonna we're Jeez, gonna brand amazing. ourselves. With I this, like, we'll have to talk pricing after this. A song because... that I wanted to release like literally in June, and I it's a whole mess. Mm-hmm. But I what are the odds? <laughs> the first one on my here. first That's one crazy. online. Um, I gave him. I literally like gave him six different pictures of like like this is my vision board. This is what I want. I sent him the song, and he he came up with something. Everything that I wanted in it, like, exactly to the T. He read my mind exactly. He's an incredible artist, so, like... I just texted him. I want him on my team forever, and I want to keep him in a little pocket and have him design everything that I put out ever. And then I have a really cool photographer. His name is Dutchie Dino on All Instagram. your photos are All my so photos. fucking sick. All my photos are from Dino. He's so cool, and he's a really good friend. And, like, having, your, having a team and, like, having a brand and... It's, 
like a specific vision for what yeah, you want. Yeah, that's okay. so important. You, you, I feel like I'm learning so much about even like one layer deeper because I don't think, of course, like from where I work, I know there's a tour manager. I know there's like a manager. I know there's a GM. I know there's like a runner. Like I know. Do you have a manager or do you manage yourself right I now? I manage myself. But like I, so yeah, who are all the spaces you could fill? You need a manager. You need a tour manager. I need to, but that's like a little down the line. I think when it gets a little right. too much, when you're fully flushed out. Yeah, when it gets too much, I'll need like I was talking to Emily from Blossom, and uh, when I was getting overwhelmed with everything, like I was starting to get a lot more opportunities for shows, and I like this was my first full time job last year, mm-hmm. and a lot of it just seemed like really overwhelming, and I thought like I need someone to do this for me. Yep. And then I was talking to Emily, and she was like, you know. It, it is overwhelming, but, like, you'll know when you need a manager. Like, you can handle it right now. You will know when you need a manager. Um, and that kind of switched my perspective on it. And it's, yeah. like, I can't. Like, I can I can handle this, yeah. this stuff for myself until it gets, like, I'm a fucking independent woman. I can yeah. do <laughs> Yes, girl. So I it switched my perspective, but it definitely helped me see, like, I there are some things that I, I need right now that I can't do myself, like the branding, like putting out quality content. And well, keeping up with that. With I was gonna. Say, I'm sorry. Like I have to like <laughs> plug myself. If you so like you do obviously you run your own social media accounts. Yeah. But like I am sure you'll get to a point where you're like, this is my voice. This is my messaging. This is my tone. You're gonna do everything for me, like or and and you'll intermix. I mean like you'll intermix like your own. Yeah. Like, Guys, I did this and a post like someone who's gonna do like your branded content because you need to do branded content. Yeah. She's really good. I mean, I, I love my job. I love marketing. But, like, I think what I was born to do to mix the two worlds was to be an artist's manager. I'm so type A. I'm so, like... And you got those connections. Exactly. I mean, I already do. Like, I... Do you know Bards? Yes. Yeah, so I just been asked myself. I was on, like, the deck at Decadence, and I was like, hi. Abe had made friends with him. My boyfriend was on the deck, and I went up to him, and I was like, oh, you're talking to my boyfriend. I was like, hi, Amanda. He was like... Yeah, no, like we've met because he he was Delta Kai ASU or he was one of Delta guys. I don't know, but I guess I've known him like many moons ago. But some random guy who he met at um, the Monarch is the manager now. Oh, Mason. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and Mason was a Delta Kai, a Theta Kai. It was a Theta Kai, um, and I, I used to I didn't go there. Know they were in the frat life. Yeah, at least Mason was. But um, and that's how it happens. Like just because Moshe, look at look at Moshe Lazy. He was a VIP. <sighs> Um, a VIP like club promoter, he makes so much money. It's and now stupid. he's fucking Marshall's manager. And <laughs> it's it's little it's like not so much what how many things you've accomplished. It's like your personal relationship to yes. the person. Yep. that matters well, so much. That's like any aspect of life, not even this. Like yeah, connections are everything. Like you and will being get able jobs, to connect meet, yeah. is everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, just got really inspired, but <laughs> I feel like we could talk for like another hour but we should do reposts yeah we'll talk when this shuts down <laughs> we're already at 15 minutes oh. holy shit i know isn't that crazy Time it goes by fast yeah, okay do you want to go first uh mine's so lackluster um oh i know okay i forgot i forgot what it was but now i remember what mine mine's was okay too, though. no it's no, not it. they're exciting <laughs> um okay so re- repost of, of the, the week. week. That's, good. <laughs> that's that's a jingle too. We, we, got... we pretend like we have a jingle. We'll have one. We want to make one. Um, okay, so mine is is uh, one I discovered today. Um, if any of you remember, episode is was she two? 
Eight was two, right? Oh, yeah. Episode two. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Back in episode two, we interviewed our friend Aid. Um, vibe with Aid. Vibe with Aid. Plug Adriana Ramos. All the above. Vibe with Aid on everything. If you want to follow her, she's great. Plug it She has a um, playlist on Spotify. It's called Good Morning. Guys, <laughs> this playlist what? is so vibey. It's like... It's got everything good on it. Like, Flume, Lewis the Child, MK, Cascade. I gotta look at this. Gorgon City, Cascade Griffin, uh, Manila Killa, Odessa. She even added um, Dua Lipa because I said it last week. And I love oh, yes, I remember that. This song is so good. I don't care. Whatever you're doing right now. I've listened to it. No, we're listening to it after this. Okay. I swear to God, I listen to it once a day. I've listened to it a thousand times since you talked about it. That's on like the lowest end possible. I literally listen to it more than once a day. It's so fucking good. Obsessed. But she's even got like Arl Grime on here. This playlist is so cool. Um, I'll probably share it on my social media if you guys want to follow it, but like I am obsessed with it. I listen to it all day at work today. Um, and honestly, if you ever need like any playlist, you should definitely just go to AIDS Spotify because she's got a playlist for everything. She's got a house playlist, a trap playlist. She's got like weekly playlists. She's got everything you could ever fucking want and or need from music. So I'm going to hop over to follow her on our playlist weekly yeah she's got like current vibes good night big room house future bass melodic oh, dub how like i swear to god she's she got like research well she kind of has to for like yeah. her stuff but yeah she's got everything um but this good morning one is really really awesome so that's my uh repost of the week um yeah amanda you're up it's so boring <laughs> i I'm a quarter of a century on Sunday. That's it. 25. She's in her mid-20s, everybody. Mid. Fucking yikes. My I'm mid-20s. in my late 20s, so shut up. The hangovers, they, they are worse. worse. No, they, they are worse. They got worse six months ago. Like, And they will continue to get worse. That's what I hear. So literally, I was over for two days after my birthday. As was I. I threw up in my mother's kitchen sink in front of her on Sunday after <laughs> Taylor's birthday. Um, like, and I, I'm doing nothing, I'm doing nothing different. I'm drinking the same, I would say it's, it's a lot, but not a crazy amount, you know, like it's not a lot. I was, every cell in my body was nauseous. Anyways, it's magical. 25 partying this weekend. That's my repost of the week. I'm excited to party. It's exciting. It is exciting. You're 25. I mean, it's 25 after all the reckless things I've done. <laughs> that's hard. that our birthdays are only five days apart? It is weird. That is weird. What are you? Caps. Caps. Through and through. But I'm a, I'm a Libra rising in an Aquarius moon. And I... No one fucking knows what that means, I don't know what I, identi- I know what they are, but I don't know. I identify like more with the Libra rising than I do the Capricorn. You're way more Capricorn than I am. Wouldn't know what that means. I, I have a Capricorn necklace, so I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. Capricorns are very organized. I'm not. You think I'm organized? Look you at said my, you are type A. I mean, not t- in I'm your room, but type in your a, like, work. In my you life, are. like I'm like I do this. Like my room is so <laughs> scary. But you also haven't been here for a bit. Well, now you have. I've You're, been we're here getting for back a bit. to it. Twenty five. That's it. You go on. <laughs> okay, so my repose of the week is that I'm getting a new tattoo, but Woo! also I'm getting a tattoo at Dame of the West. It's in Scottsdale, and it's really awesome. Uh, but I also thought of one as I was, as you guys were saying yours. Perfect. So I'm actually part of a collective called Push Collective. Yeah. Oh, I was, I meant to ask this the whole time. I kept um, staring at your shirt. And they're based in South Carolina, North Carolina. And <laughs> Where Port Robinson was born. 
Yes. Yep, Chapel Hill. And they're all on, like, the East Coast, but actually a few of them are out in L.A. But they do a monthly mix series, and this month is an Arizona local, Phoenix local. Her name is Lupa, and she's, like, super deep techno, like, cool German techno vibes. She's putting out a mix on the Push Radio monthly I think it comes out on Sunday, so you guys should check it out on SoundCloud Push Radio. That's awesome. So Push Radio. Let me make sure that's plug actual. It in, I don't know it if it's in. Push Collective <laughs> Radio you or love Push it. Radio. But you should check it out in Lupa. You've been with them for a year now? You're not? A little over a year. Okay. Yep. That's awesome. It's really cool. That's so cool. Let's see. Push Collective. Push Collective. Yep. Cool. And they do a weekly radio. That's a really Follow good one. M act- and you have a mix on there, don't you? I do. So, hit them up. Yeah. Listen, listen to all of them because they're really good and they really work hard to find new sound. Yeah. And those guys. And they approached you? Guys and girls. Yep. That's amazing. That's cool. They're awesome. They've honestly kept me like pursuing, they've, they've pushed me, no pun intended, yeah. <laughs> the entire time. And it's like, like Tsunami's on that, um, a bunch of other artists, but I've got my girls. <laughs> um, but it's really cool. That's amazing. Well, so it's Lupa. Let everybody know, everyone know where they can follow you. Oh, everything. E-M yeah. underscore Yums, Y-O-U-M-S. It's on everything, I'm pretty sure. M-Yums. M-Yums. On SoundCloud, everything? Twitter, Instagram? SoundCloud, I think, is just Yums. Just Yums? Just Yums. All right, cool. Cool. And we'll link all of her stuff in all of our descriptions. But I think Literally. it's that time, Amanda. Oh, yeah. No, I wanted to say, I want to say thank you first okay. for the good people of America to hear. Honestly, like, it's so crazy that I met you how many years ago? Your first, like, couple of events in the race yeah. scene, and now you just surpassed we anything I happy could. camper, too. Yeah, the one in the back were. of the Yeah, we got your first happy camper, mm-hmm. which is like a, if you will, a very early stages of Stevie Oki's basement parties, if anyone's aware of what yeah. that is. You know, it's just, a, it's like a Brian's Lemonade. Yes. Miniature Brian's Lemonade. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless, thank you so much for chatting with us. Thank you. And, thank you, guys. Um, it was so fun to be yeah, here. Yeah, no, and that's... We'll uh, probably stay here for another hour and talk after this, <laughs> yeah. but... Off the record, OTR. <laughs> yep. But in the meantime... <laughs> y'all just you keep liking. And reposting. And we'll see you next week. Woo! Bye. Bye.